Wake up! No, it's, We're it's, not I, in a corporation. No one has to behave in a way that everything is fine. No! Everything is not fine. We should not be behaving right now. Fact. To be socially behaving right now is to be crazy and in denial. And I'm sorry if crazy is that ablaze. Please educate me because I like vocabulary. But don't be in denial. This is a serious moment and we are all like... I think sorry, crazy is fine. I've just... been called that before too. Mm-hmm. I've been told that I need to be more respectful. Um, I need to calm down. I need to quiet. You know, mm-hmm. be a bit quiet, Glory. You're always so loud. Yeah. Like you don't need the megaphone. But... Listen, I, I'm a nice person, but like, you know, there's mm-hmm. a, like everything, there's a duality uh, to me where I get fucking loud sometimes because, hey, the occasion calls for it. So, mm-hmm. look, we're going to get back on track because <laughs> J-Boo's tripping. Welcome to the JB Font channel. I am your host, James Fontleroy. The JB Font channel is also available on all major podcast platforms like Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, so you can subscribe there. I'm also part of the Revolutionary Blackout Network, and you can find me on the JB Show at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sundays and at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursdays for the Roundtable. Please make sure to give this video a thumbs up, and if you're new to the channel, please make sure to smush down that subscribe button. If you do, I may promise you cookies or apple pie or even tiramisu, maybe, if I can give it through the screen. It's the thought that counts, right? I would like to give a shout out to my patrons on Patreon as well as Coffee. Thank you for your additional support. You guys have basically kept the lights on, which I am deeply grateful for. And also, I just to let you guys know, I'm also now available on Rumble. So if you guys would like to catch the JB show on repeat on rumble and you guys got me there i am live here today with two of my sisters in this fight i have with me my rbn sister josana and i have my sister from another mister miss glory jones joining me from the mcsc network so yeah yep yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness just want to say hello to everybody in the chat everybody's so active in the chat today like man everybody got something to say miguel so good to see you yes the democrats used you (laughs) time to go after them uh angela says good afternoon jb yeah i feel like i had to take two showers for every (laughs) dim i voted for in the last how many years have i been voting yeah, I got you on that one. Sweary fairies and also in the chat. So good to see you. Yep, they manipulate your emotions. They are gaslighters, basically. CJ, I'm sorry, Bryce Smith says CJ got me looking at some old videos that I used to watch. He brought up Edward Barnes, brings back memories. So good to see you. She's black. Good to see Democrats had years to fix this, but didn't. So the voting crowd can kick rocks uh, not just years decades decades yes <laughs> teach them on it glory gosh uh demon 1800 said if it's up thank you so much who else do we have in the chat today 
Let's see, let's see, let's see. Angela says, you said it right there. Thank you so much, Solgato. Yup, so good to see you also. Ricky Rance is in the chat. Get this man seven more subs. Yeah, I'm actually about seven subs away from a thousand. Somewhere around there. So, I'm almost there. Once I hit it, I'm doing a special stream. Um, Angela, very good point, says that and it's a distraction I was from looking the, at the comment. Yeah, That's... from the authorization of use of uh, military funds getting introduced by Kinzinger and that pesky $33 billion Biden wants to send to the country that starts with a U and rhymes for propane. They never, <laughs> they never wants to waste a good distraction. Yeah, I have to. I can't say that country's name because the thing is that the algorithm will flag me, and then next thing you know, JB Show end up being taken down before it can even get a good start. So I have to make sure that I don't say the name of that country or the one that starts with an R. So yeah, unfortunately. And I mean, like, I love protests outside of the Supreme Court and major governmental institutions, Mm -hmm. but like. If, if you can just take that protest and then, like, move it to the Pentagon after, too, I'd really appreciate that. Because, you know, I'm not in D.C., but, like, you mm-hmm. want to, you know. <laughs> I just came here to say that we don't need to talk about stuff that um, that is portrayed in Hollywood. Everybody saw that movie before. Like, we cannot fall for distractions. And I am always sorry for all the lives lost mm-hmm. lost in the in the process of that. But we we are in a serious situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should look at us ourselves, too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I'm looking also through the chat to see who else. Uh, R.I.P. George Habash. Good to see you. He is geeking out, overseeing glory in the chat, which is always good. Uh, we always geek out over over our sisters here. Steven Torres, so good to see you. Oi, oi, oi. All right. Steven, Teespin Torres. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> Just trying to remember, consuming liquids when hanging out with JV is hazardous to your <laughs> electronics. What? I do it because I want to challenge myself. (laughs) (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Egg 64 says kind of funny how Pelosi's daughter is out here trying to shame when her mama was out here funding anti-choice blue dogs. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Come with receipts, people. That is great. Brandy Weaver says... Almost died during my last pregnancy, so fuck Dems and Republicans both. Wow, I am so sorry to hear that. Ooh, yeah. This is... uh, uh, Look, especially to the women and trans men that are watching, I want to hear your voices mostly during this. So please, you know, in the comments or in the chat, I'm not going to be talking that much. I'm actually leaving it to her... You know, and my sister's here because this is opinion. My opinion really doesn't matter that much, especially on this subject. I'm here to talk to the guys. That's what I'm here for. 
So that's when I'm here. Look, dudes and, and trans women, okay, we need to have a conversation as as uh, as allies. But that's that's basically what I'm here for. I'm just here for moral support. Um, but yeah, uh, so good to see everybody here. Um, so if anybody has not noticed or been under a rock for the last 24 hours, I'm going to share my screen and show the report first so that this can springboard us into the conversation. A political article came out and it was uh, a leaked um, draft opinion from the Supreme Court and it's titled, Supreme Court has voted to overturn abortion rights, draft opinion shows. And so, actually let me enlarge this just a little bit all right so that everybody can read along with me just for a second uh okay it's gosh it says the supreme court has voted to strike down the landmark roe v wade decision according to an initial draft majority opinion written by justice samuel alito circulated inside the court and obtained by politico the draft opinion is a full-throated unflinching repudiation of the 1973 decision which guaranteed federal constitutional protections of abortion rights and a subsequent 1992 decision Planned Parenthood versus Casey that largely maintained the right Roe was egregiously wrong from the start that's what Justice Alito has said he said we hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled he writes uh, labeled opinion of the court it is time to heed the Constitution and return to the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. And he says deliberations on controversial cases have in the past been fluid. Justices can and sometimes do change their votes as draft opinions circulate and major decisions can be subject to multiple drafts and vote trading. Sometimes, un- sometimes until just days before a decision is unveiled. The court's holding will not be a final until it is published, likely in the next two months. So I'm not going to read the entire article, but as far as opinions go, opinions from Josana and Glory. Uh, Glory, what is your opinion based on this, just from the initial seeing this uh, this event over the last, what, 12 hours yeah <laughs> yeah so sorry um i guess this isn't sort of to minimize what would be happening <clears throat> if bro is struck down but i guess i'm not necessarily feeling any more threatened as a woman than mm. i was last week or wow. the week before just because um when it comes to Roe v. Wade, I mean, the unfortunate fact is that it's been turned into more of a political tool yeah. as like a fear mongering weapon to raise money by the Dems because they had decades to codify Roe v. Wade into law, but they chose not to. So they could every midterm and every presidential election come around and say, hey, you got to vote Dem or else the Republicans are going to strike down Roe v. Wade or you got to vote for Hillary or else Trump is going to nominate a conservative judge that'll strike down Roe v. Wade. So I really don't appreciate how it's been turned into a political tool. And um, 
you know, the right to privacy and the right to bodily autonomy is something that's very much at risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and the unfortunate fact is that has been getting attacked for the past some decades and years now. And I feel threatened from that. And mm-hmm. this decision with Roe v. Raid almost feels like sort of an escalation of that. Not like, you know, not like a, a train hitting you out of nowhere, but more so just an escalation of the battle against, uh, of the war being waged against our privacy and our bodily autonomy that's been going on forever. Because, I mean, like, you know, I hate to bring this up at a panel about Roe v. Wade, but, like, today's World Press Freedom Day, yeah. one of the major problems mm-hmm. that we see against journalists is the surveillance of journalists, the violation of their privacy. The, mm-hmm. Like, someone like Julian Assange, the violation of his legal rights, and other, or, like, other female journalists around the world that have their privacy violated when, like, their phones are hacked as a means to take, like, compromising pictures of them to blackmail with. Like, I'm very, very concerned in general about the war against our privacy and our bodily autonomy. And I think that this is like an escalation of that. And I'm worried to, to see where it could escalate. But I'm also not necessarily like having the same reaction as like some of the liberal women out there where it's like, Oh my God! Like this, who was it that said like this is going to be the first time where the daughters have had less rights than their granddaughters? And it's like, huh? <laughs> like Jim, Jim Crow wasn't that long ago, honey. So, um, yeah, that's more or less where I stand. I think it's something that we need to fight for, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's something that we need to fight for, regardless of what the Supreme Court does, yeah. because. Um, it's such an outdated institution as it stands. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's, what, eight or nine people determining the supreme law over hundreds of millions of people. It's this outdated institution where people are appointed for life, and they're all out of touch as hell. Even, yeah. like, I hate to say it, even Kentaji Brown, the only reason why she's there is because she was endorsed by several police unions. Yeah. That's the only reason why she was one of the allowable black women, because she went to Harvard and was endorsed by several police unions. And then you have all these other judges that are just even more out of date. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think we just need to fuck the Supreme Court altogether, too, and just keep protesting for our bodily autonomy. Because, I mean, it's under attack from multiple, multiple angles. Mm-hmm. And to you, Miss Josana, Miss Burn Shit Down. <laughs> What is your opinion? Please so that, go ahead. That will be go ahead. that will be my sister. That will be my sister Kim. <laughs> that will be my sister Kim. <laughs> uh, I will burn it down with her. Um, no, I I feel like it's very performative, right? Like the existence in the USA is very performative. Like you have waves of freedom and waves of democracy, but it's very performative because it's it is in no way what we live and what we have lived before in the past in the US, a democracy or freedom. It's always addressed to one subject, to one specific group. Mm -hmm. So for all of us, it's played in the television and in our minds and we grow up with that, yes, that's no, but it's it's, it's a lie, it's performative. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So I am not surprised that it, that this is happening right now in, under Joe Biden's government, and, and I am not going to be surprised if it is uh, overturned and if, if it if if it becomes illegal because Nancy Pelosi is talking about it. Mm-hmm. We should quiet about abortion so we don't lose the elections. Mm-hmm. So like, I just um, feel like. I come from a country where we do not, it's, abortion is illegal as a federal law, like, and I see what what happens, what plays, plays it out. Like, it also, like, of course, sorry, vocabulary is missing. Whew, of course, that the women that die in clandestine clinics, the women that are um, trigger warning, raped, the women that are abused or killed or tortured in clinics are poor black women. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. In a country like mine, being black means you're going to be poor. So the majority are black. Yeah. So I I can Google the numbers while the both of you speak, but like it's it's a it's cruel it's a cruel amount. And the rich women, they travel abroad and they get abortions. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's going to happen here too. I think this is not for the upper class. I think this is another thing on us. But I, what I like about it is, is because it's loud and clear on our faces. So now we can make the choice of how we're going to move after that. Right? Yeah. True. Yeah. Your thoughts, Gloria? I mean, I mean, as you guys can guess, I'm a big fan of leaks from major government institutions. So I definitely think that this presented us with a good chance to have that sort of wake-up call and also to really expand this into a fight not just for Roe v. Wade but for bodily autonomy, period. For a, and for also a degree of like, I shouldn't say security, but like stability for those poor black and brown women who, because I think it's a good chance to push the conversation, like Josana said, because who would an abortion ban really affect? It would affect poor black and brown women who can't travel abroad to go get abortions or who can't afford expensive contraceptives because for some fucking stupid ass reason, contraceptives and period products are dumbly expensive. Mm -hmm. So um, it's going to affect poor black and brown women. And I think that this also presents us with a good chance to push that conversation and, and further advance kind of, like the idea that yes, this is also there's also an aspect of class to this. There's also an aspect of race to this. Um, unfortunately, something that something that I also have a problem with is uh, Planned Parenthood themselves. Um, they there have uh, they have origins in the eugenicist movement against poor black and brown people. Mm-hmm. Margaret Sanger was a eugenicist. But that doesn't mean that I'm anti-abortion. And also Planned Parenthood fundraises against Medicare for All. So um, I think that this is going to be a good chance to push the conversation on those aspects as well. And I think, yeah, anytime you can take the advantage to do that, I think anytime a movement arises to do that, then, like, yes, 
go ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm reading I'm reading the numbers and it's in Spanish. But just to your point, like, um, is it's so funny how if you go to the roots of history in the U.S., it's always rooted in evil, mm -hmm. and it's always wearing a sheep's clothes. Yeah. Right. Like it's always rooted in evil. That's that's why that's the reason why you have to ask yourself why are they trying to like cut some stuff like oh you cannot teach this you cannot teach that like we we should not talk uh, ministry of disinformation like because it's like it's what the Democrats is where the Democrats thrive. Yeah. It's by co-opting speeches of the left, like socialist principles, and pretending. That they are cool. It's like that feminist, uh, feminist march with the, with the <laughs> Oh my God, you know those are coming back out. And who was it that said, um, uh, "She's black," said, so "Don't let the shit libs turn this into a vote for Dem BS project." They already have. <laughs> they all. I mean, the Dems already put out the emails. Like this, it's like because Roe. If anything. They probably wanted Roe v. Wade struck down because that decision literally says that now abortion is going to be left up to your elected representatives. So now Dems can just say, oh, now that abortion is up to your elected representatives, vote them and we'll fucking like, and I'm sure we'll codify a, a pro-abortion laws this time. Like, yeah, y'all had that, y'all had a fucking super majority with Obama. You had how many majorities or super majorities in the past decade and you didn't do shit you didn't do shit for roe v wade you didn't do shit for gay marriage and because you know gay marriage is one of the things that's going to be next because yeah you didn't do shit for that you didn't do shit for bodily neither of these parties red or blue actually care about your privacy or your bodily autonomy oh my god the, the amount of blaming videos on youtube we're going to start seeing the amount of like blamer uh, YouTubers, they're come going at me, bro. like come, come at me. Up. Come at me. Guys, I want the smoke. You didn't vote for nah, 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 nah. and now and then people doing that already for Hillary. Get a fucking grip. Hey, bro, I want the smoke. I don't care. Come at me, bro. I don't yeah. Nelson and the fact Nelson next they're coming for interracial marriage. Like for fuck's sake, bro. I wouldn't be surprised. Like holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for interracial marriages. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> and I saw one one of the numbers that I started seeing in the article mm -hmm. says that, so abortion in Brazil is nationally illegal. It's a crime. The doctor will be arrested. The patient will be arrested. Everybody. There are 55 million abortions per year. 45% shit goes down wow. and, and right like they die or they 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 get they catch a disease or they they are right which is yeah a thing too and so it doesn't make sense to have a law to forbid something if it's gonna happen anyways so that mask has to be off we all know that law doesn't hold anybody back Right. There is the advantage of having the law. I find it really funny that they vote for to overturn the anti-abortion. -abor uh, the right. That sorry, I'm getting confused in that system because Jimmy's like, wow. 
the, the, the abortion laws, but they do never vote to implement the anti-corruption laws. It should be it, it should be so clear on how this is only in their own interest. Because why is the reason that when the Democrats had the supermajority in the past that they didn't consolidate these things? It's because they need that. It's a chess game and they need that pawn. Because they, oh, look, the, the Republicans are coming for us. Like they have no power. And it's funny because they are super powerless always when they have majority. Right? Always when they have majority of everything, they're like super powerless. They cannot do anything. The Republicans are coming. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Well, and then, then it's the thing where it's like, oh, man, we can't just force legislation through. Like, that. come on, that's not democratic. That's, that's disrespectful to our uh, esteemed institutions we have here. Like, are you kidding me? Like, like y'all are clowns. Give these institutions the respect that they deserve, which is none. Like, if if you're in there, force it through. I don't care. Congress has fucked up how many times now? <laughs> like, just get shit done. Not okay. that you know I'm in favor of Congress period of a Congress period, but like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look. Um, who was it that held back? Obama's Supreme Court pick for Trump? Hmm. And they were a minority, weren't they? And yet, he was able to do that with all that power. And you mean to tell me that you can have, and between 2008 and 2010, a supermajority in the Senate and a majority in the House, and you have the presidency, and you didn't bother to codify it into law? I mean, look, um, JB likes receipts, right? <laughs> so, JB got some receipts. Let, let's, let, 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 let's take a look at this right here. Okay. Uh, okay, this was an answer to Rome. And what does it say from BuzzFeed? Oh, BuzzFeed. Back in May 25th of 2012, it says Obama promised excuse me, to sign the Freedom of Choice Act on day one. Hasn't touched the issue since. It says in the subheading, the legislation would make abortion rights government policy. The president promised to sign the bill it first thing as president during a speech to Planned Parenthood in 2008. And in April of 2009 speech, the president said the bill was not his highest legislative priority. The bill wouldn't pass the Republican House and he hasn't touched the issue since. But he had Wall Street, bro. Come on. (laughs) You're right. But homeboy had a supermajority in the Senate and a majority in the House. And and what's that position called 
from certain people in in Congress, uh, aren't they called the the whips, right? Isn't that something that you're supposed to be able to do is to whip votes, to use the bully pulpit in order to get things passed, to twist some arms, to use carrots and sticks in order to get things done? I thought that you can use that as a president, but apparently Obama didn't think so. Nah, bro. He had to go slit. He had to go sip some water from Flint. <laughs> oh man. Um. I mean, it's sorry, sorry. Jimmy. No, no. Please go ahead. Please go ahead. No, it's it's just because like I sometimes feel like I told you today, like I I don't feel like I can say something on that matter. I don't feel too American to have an opinion about this thing. But also, I just feel like sometimes being, talking about this is so repetitive. Yeah. Like, it's, um, we, we, we repeat ourselves in saying, like, politicians are lying to you. Mm-hmm. Politicians need to lie to you in order to get the job. Yeah. So what would be a good solution, like, to that, but I feel like maybe because they are attacking, and I'll be very clear, white women, mm-hmm. maybe the outcome will be different in this situation, will be very different. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Um. I mean, the moment that you, <laughs> the moment that, uh, If you think about it, when it comes to policy, like black and brown people, especially poor black and brown people, unfortunately, are kind of like the canaries in the mine. Yeah. And then, but then eventually that shit always works its way up. And then the moment that it's affecting not only enough of the population numbers wise, but enough of the population in terms of social standing, that's when people try to care. It's like with Vietnam, you know, they don't really care too much about bombing the shit out of poor black and brown people abroad until it was, you know, Mm -hmm. white college kids that were getting draft for it. So that's why they were like, oh, we'll just get rid of the draft. So now it's a poverty draft. And now people don't care about war that much anymore. That's a good. Uh, that's a good analysis from both of you. Um, and it's just like what both of you said. Men, I want. I want to talk to you for a second. Abortions have been happening for thousands of years. And it will continue to keep happening, even if it's illegal. The issue of abortion in this country is not a moral issue. It is a safety issue. It is an issue of do we want to have control over half the population's bodies? And if we do then what slippery slope are we allowing 
for them to not have control over our bodies as men, as those of us who possess testicles, those of us who have these parts, what's to say that they won't put out something regarding our body autonomy? Do you want, do you want to be told what you should do with your own loins? What you should do with your own body, men? Because that's what's coming. Oh, it is. And I mean, like, you know, on the other side of the aisle, you had the fact that there was like, in you know, Invocations, is that the right word? I, I don't know. But like the invoking of the bodily autonomy debate so that way people wouldn't be taking um, the vaccine if they, the COVID vax, if they knew that they were going to be subject to side effects, to harmful side effects, or if they had like a heart condition and they knew that the vaccine was causing something like my, uh, myocarditis. There we go. So like, you know, like if bodily autonomy is under threat here, it's going to be under threat there for sure. And then with something else, like how much experience, how much medical experimentation can be justified as well? Because like, you know, I don't doubt that in these non-safe abortion centers, like Josana said, something like rape can occur, but also something like medical experimentation can be occurred because we know from history that when poor black and brown people are in these medical centers, they unfortunately in many instances, in too many instances, have been subject to medical experimentation. Mm -hmm. So when your bodily autonomy is under threat, Mm -hmm. you know, it opens the door for all that kind of shit to happen. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. But the question is when our bodily autonomy wasn't under threat. Yeah. There is not a moment in history that people like us had bodily autonomy. Maybe there was. When our ancestors were still in motherland without being bothered by the white people. And but in maternal but I'm sorry, white European people. <laughs> <laughs> well I was just gonna say too, like a lot of ancient African societies, they were very maternal and they celebrated and you know, they celebrated stuff like fertility and all of that. And they centered like that mother figure and would celebrate her, not like chastise her because she was poor or some shit like you know and there's there's a lot of archaeological evidence of this too that uh it was very that ancient society at least in africa in some african tribes was very maternal so yeah yeah uh African culture is very maternal there is a book that i always recommend it's called the spirit of intimacy by Sabo Fusome. I think, Sumi, pardon, I think everybody in the, in the West should read this book. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like it's been like a tool, like everyday caring, like year after year, the weight of being this person mm-hmm. in the West, right? We are yeah. black indigenous people in the West. Mm-hmm. It's, like I, I I know no real freedom. Of course I do as an artist, as a person that seeks for it, that like when I'm here talking to you, but like we are made to don't to not to not know freedom in the capitalist yeah. standards. And then we say, Okay, we do not want this freedom. We we just wanna sit together, eat, dance and 
No. <laughs> you're yeah, going to well, make like, sure that you maintain this kind of freedom that we believe to be freedom just for us. And then... Mm-hmm. It's like you have a degree of mental emancipation, but, like, realistically realistically like our existence is a constant fight because like in a lot of spaces we're perceived as threats to someone mm-hmm. you know and shout out to yona who said that chair that cherokee nation is a matriarchy Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh my mom's uh grandma's nation was patasho is the same that's why the women were kidnapped by the european because they were the warriors they were around the, the nation, wow. the territory. Yeah. Um, and this is a huge, this is, I think the point that I was trying to make is that for a lot of us, this is a class issue as well as a race issue. It is intertwined. And it's also, it's also a capitalistic production issue because they want to punish women for denying the capitalist structure another worker. That's basically what it is. Oh, you're taking a work a potential worker away from us? I don't care if it was an atopic pregnancy. I don't care if it was uh, incest. I don't care if it was rape. I don't care if you had it at, you know, 15, 16, 17. I don't care. I don't care if you can't afford to have it. You're going to have another worker for me. We're going to either put them in the uh, the, the system through, uh, through wage slavery, or we're going to arrest that person and then have them work inside of our inside of our prisons. But you're going to have them. We're going to force you to have them because we own you. That's what it's about. It's never about actual preserving of life because if they wanted to truly preserve life we wouldn't be sending weapons to Saudi Arabia to kill babies in Yemen mm-hmm. we would not be supporting the illegal occupation Israeli occupation in Gaza against the Palestinians we would not be in support of bombing places like Somalia and guess what? It's both parties that do this. I I, I, I I titled it this way as the Democrats are using you because they are hanging this over your head saying, hey, hey, look, if you guys don't vote for us, well, Roe v. Wade is going to get overturned by the Republicans, the big bad Republicans. And then guess what? You have a Democratic president a democratically majority Senate and a democratic majority house and it still got is getting overturned. Mm-hmm. How about that harm yeah. reduction, huh? But also, let's see if it's not going to take time and get closer to election days. Because they can play how, like, however they want mm-hmm. like and they do so right they do so they do play however they want mm-hmm. and when you say that both parties 
bomb is just one part. It's the party of the Pentagon, party of the yeah. white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Like if by now, today, May 3rd, 2022, mm-hmm. if you do not see, if you did not see that yet, please start observing. The similarities, the commonalities are in bigger numbers than the differences. Yeah. And a bunch of people in that party are portraying revolutionaries, are portraying to be cool people, and unfortunately, they are diversity higher for that part that they are playing. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the squad, and I'm talking about Bernie. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's you have to, like, I mean, seriously, look at the platform that man has. If he wanted any change, he would be in the streets with his platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. If he wanted change, he would have opened his mouth about the fact that he was clearly being screwed in the primaries. He would run independent. Yeah. He would have run, run, whatever is the better English for you. It's fine either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey! Hey! Oh, hello, hello. So, we are live from the Lions Den. Period. Um, it's actually kind of dry right now because there's a big gap in the rallies. Mm-hmm. Um, one just stopped, but I kind of got here a little late. So, yeah, hello. Really excited to be here. And, yeah, fuck all of this shit. Fuck all these weird-ass white supremacist-ass white people that think that they can tell us what we can do with our bodies. <laughs> Afini joins us live from the Supreme Court at a protest, basically fighting for body autonomy. And I, I, I want to say this when all of y'all were here. Um, I just want to say that is a privilege to have all of you here to discuss this with me and also me as an ally to be more educated on this issue so i just want to thank y'all for all being here uh collectively together um now that i have all your beautiful faces here to with me today so but yeah no thanks for having us mm-hmm. yeah thank you for having us here yeah yeah and like you know normally <laughs> how should i say it normally it's like you know always stigmatized when you want to seek out someone because of based on their identity because of like all the shit that happens with identity politics and how so often it's weaponized for Mm -hmm. like you know the democratic or republican agenda but you know when it comes to an issue that pertains to women Mm -hmm. you kind of got to get women on so i appreciate you yeah yeah um and so as far as uh the issue is going on um a lot of us and i think afini you even expressed how uh, i I was expressing how this is going to be this is a slippery slope for a lot of us um and look those of us that are queer we're next yeah right absolutely you know like the most important thing that we need to take from this decision is that they are uh, they are making the decision based on the fact that the previous decision was that was made that about they are was illegitimate, and they're saying that the right to privacy does not actually protect the right to an abortion, and that is going to apply to many different things because the right to privacy has also been used 
um, in Loving v. Virginia. It was also used in a myriad of other cases um, yep. as far as like same-sex relationships are concerned, even before marriage was even um, was brought up. Um, mm-hmm. Same-sex relationships were ruled on, were ruled on by the Supreme Court, and the only reason why they stood is because of the right to privacy. So they are literally attacking our human rights. This isn't just about abortions. Yes, that is the beginning, but this is going to snowball into a bunch of different things. And uh, Justice Alito said just as much in his uh, in his memo that this is just the beginning. Um, they're coming for a burger. They're definitely coming from a burger fill next. And we need to really come up with a strategy that does not include voting for Democrats that literally helped this happen. Because Nancy Pelosi just welcomed pro-life Democrats into the party in 2020. That's not, that wasn't that long ago. They're, they just reauthorized the Hyde Amendment not too long ago. So there are plenty of Democrats that do not support the right to choose, including Hillary Clinton's running mate in 2016, Tim Kaine, while yeah. we're talking about this shit. So at the end of the day, this is not just about like which party to support and which party is, is going to fight for our rights harder. Both parties have shown a complete and utter lack of actual compassion and humanity, and we're absolutely tired of that shit, so we need to organize something better. Yeah. I just want to answer a question by Solgato. He, uh, Solgato asked, was gay marriage codified into law? No. It was not codified into law. Nope. It's being held over our heads, just like Roe v. Wade is being held over our heads as a fun, uh, as a fundraising tool for the Democrats in order to make to keep money coming in. You guys got to remember okay. these political parties; they are a business. That's what it is. That's how capitalism works. It takes over the political parties and makes them into a business, so that they just. Use your fear in order to make more money. That's all it basically is. But that's also like um, you cannot expect to have. Uh, uh, sorry, I want to say the right term. Where Where is the question? Oh, I'm sorry. No, codified. Sorry. Codified. You cannot, no. Yeah, thank you. Codified. You cannot expect laws like they codifying leftist speech into law. <laughs> Well, Absolutely. they have no interest in doing that. They're holding the carrot in front of the donkey, so the donkey keeps on walking. Like it's 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 on their faces. Like we have codified um, racism and homophobia into law yeah. in a third world country. Mm-hmm. It's hard as fuck to to like get the cops to come to the place and arrest. Them, but it is law that mm-hmm. you cannot be a racist and you cannot be a homophobe. It is a law. Mm-hmm. Like and, and it is a, a victory of the left, and I don't see ways for that to happen here because we have to change the electoral system in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Enough! That is the first thing that has to break down so we can implement the other changes. Yeah. The electoral system in the USA has to be different. Has to be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not talking. I'm not. See, I'm not even proposing that we don't we don't have an electoral system in place. I'm just saying that this one has to be gone. Facts. Otherwise, this is gonna be us over and over again in the Mm -hmm. fucking hamster wheel. Sorry, Gloria. Go ahead. Oh no, no, you were doing great. I was just like (laughs) co-signing everything you said. Yeah, elections here are literally fake their performance they can be rigged by whichever party 
wants to, you know, by whichever party wants to win in the moment. The elections are owned by private corporations that have ties to their respective parties. And that code that's used in the machines is an open source. We don't have transparent elections, so we can't even confirm that the shit is not rigged if we wanted to. And our audits are, the audits we have are pathetic. They're like 1%. And so our elections are so fake and like we can't continue believing in that. That's my like that's that 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 goes back to what I was saying earlier with the Supreme Court. Like it's it's such an illegitimate institution to begin with. Like Josana said, you codified racism into law. You had legal ass fucking redlining. You had legal ass fucking racial covenants. You had legal ass fucking laws that were literally criminalizing feeding homeless people in a park. Yeah. But you didn't codify the right the right to bodily autonomy? And so it's like it's like you it's like we've seen multiple, multiple times who you know, what the system will work for and who the system will work for and how the little and how it's little minions in Congress. Congress honestly is just PR for the corporations. They're PR for the system. You know, half their bills you know, most of the worst legislation in Congress isn't even written by the people. It's written by these massive think tanks, this whole military, industrial, congressional, intelligence, media, academia, think tank complex that's behind them. And it goes into Congress so they're little, so they can pay them and lobby them to sign them into laws. So they're just PR for it. They're just selling it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, oh, like, <laughs> like that system is so illegitimate now. Like Josana said, like everything Josana said. And, th- and that's like, that's why when people like, oh, I don't know, Feeney, Glory, run for Congress, run, go. No, I, I'm like, I push back. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. Because if you go in there, you're going to have to be like them. Yeah. I don't doubt that Cory Bush was, a, was a, an activist. I don't. But to step where she is right now, that's the best. Mm-hmm. That's in her best, baby. Now yep. it's just the dress, just like AOC with the dress. It's, it's like, so it's gone. That's what we're doing now. Boom. Mm-hmm. They see this as a job to make money. <laughs> if the electoral system doesn't change, you cannot elect comrades and expect things to change through electoralism. Mm-hmm. You have to have, like, the duopoly has to be burned down. Like, the, the electoral college, like, it's one person, one vote. Yeah. That's it. You elect nationally and then statewide for your state, but nationally, one person, one vote. If yeah. five voted for me and three for JB, I won, motherfucker. Like, it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we are not, like, this country needs to stop. We people of this country, we need to just like shut the con- shut the country down. Yeah, shut it down. Mm-hmm. Shut it down. And I was I yes. was I was heartbroken because uh, Afini uh, put out a tweet yesterday expressing that she was literally in tears because this threat is always held over our heads. Um. And I say our because my fight as a cis man has to be your fight, right? An injustice 
somewhere is an injustice everywhere, right? And this goes in line with basically I I kind of adapted a poem uh, to to fit to today. And this is what I said. I said I wrote this because I because it's appropriate for today. I said first they came for the immigrants, but I did not speak out because I am not an immigrant. Then they came for the trans people, but I did not speak out because I am not trans. Then they came for the women, but I did not speak out because I am not a woman. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. Uh, to my gay bi and gay bi men and trans women, I ask: Will we stand with cis women and trans men during this fight for their body autonomy, or will you stand on the sidelines? Their fight should be our fight. Do not tolerate injustice. Because some of y'all got sisters, cousins, mamas, daughters, nieces, uh, trans sons. Some of y'all got, you know, uh, trans husbands. Y'all need to really wake up and take a look and say, yo, we can't deal with this. This is not right. Because what they're going through is going to happen to us. And as as a gay male, like... Number one, it's also a slippery slope. But number two, it's just the right thing to do. It's just the right thing to do. It's simple as that. <laughs> right? Please, ladies. <laughs> you know, sisters, just... I, I, I can only say so much because... You know, I mean, it's not really... It's... It's my... It is, in a sense, my fight, but I need to be in the back of the line. You know what I mean? Standing behind, you know, the people who this affects the most. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you all on is because people need to hear you. And look, white gay men. As far as, you know, being disenfranchised, you guys are at the top of the totem pole. So, you have a privilege. You still have a privilege. Even though you're gay, you still have a privilege. So, y'all need to use that privilege and speak out. I'm sorry, please go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm just like, use it. Use it. Use your privilege. I mean, that that's very important. Because, you know, that's the thing that we need you to do. So, Josana, where can they find you? Because I know you have to get going. Um, so, we are very excited. Tomorrow, we have a stream on RBN. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called, Do We Still Have Time? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be with the 
No. Rebellion. Sorry, I have to get the names. I have. It's important that I say that properly. Extinction Rebellion. Ex- yes, Extinction Rebellion yeah. and Scientist <laughs> Rebellion. And I will be also with. Um, sorry, Siri, go away. I screamed and she, she showed up. Um, I will also be with Dr. Lorena. She is a PhD in urban studies and she's from Brazil, but she lives here. We're going to be discussing climate change. We'll be discussing if there is still time mm-hmm. to push back the climate change denial. And we're going to announce our action, which is called Camp Dada. But we're going to talk about there, that tomorrow. And I hope the, four, the three of you can be there with me. That would be amazing. Bye-bye. Love you all. Thank you so much oh, yeah. for joining us. I appreciate it. All right. I'm not chest deep in finals. I'll come through. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. It's all good, Glory. But yeah, so this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have this conversation. And you have basically spoke so well about how this is all really just a ploy to really keep just the money going. It's... And it, it, I'm a quote, you know, my buddy Savvy. She says, "Follow the money. Mm-hmm. Just follow. That's all you got to do is follow the money." Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, your thoughts? Uh yeah, no. I mean, I agree. It's like when it comes to issues of something like abortion, it's a, a lot of social issues. And, you know, issues of identity are always used as political tools. There's, mm-hmm. They're always used as something that continues regardless of what the Supreme Court decision ultimately ends up being because bodily autonomy has been under attack. You know, it's not it's, – it's like I said at the beginning of the stream. It's not like this decision or this draft decision is like a train coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. No, it's something that's been, you know, you've been tied down and you know the train's going to hit you. It's it's more like a situation like that. So you need to be, we need to be able to have like a unified front in fighting for these key rights like bodily autonomy or a right to privacy as it, you know, relates to, uh, to multiple forms. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Yona put something really pretty in the chat that I'm going to read. Um, it was when we were talking about like matriarchal societies. He mm-hmm. said, the women are the purifiers, hear their purity, listen to pureness, and learn to purify oneself. We collect residuals that need to be cleaned out, whether doubts, fears, insecurities, or insults. And yeah, he's a poet, so like everything he writes is just pretty. So, but yeah, nah. Um... I can't think of anything else to say. I even got like the World Press Freedom Day plug in there, so um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Check, definitely check out Jasana's event. I mean, because the environment—that's also a big issue that's been at risk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with deep sea mining around the corner, mm-hmm. with mining using child labor in the global south going on. Yeah. Uh, contaminating and polluting local populations. Um, yeah, that's a very important issue. So mm-hmm. definitely keep an eye out on the environment too. Yeah, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate you uh, coming in uh, to give your perspective. 
and I know that you and uh, Afeni are pretty close in age as far as like a Gen Z. And as you're coming up, uh, you know, in your young adult years, you're seeing this attack basically on your body autonomy. And um, I, I see, you know, your generation being very fierce and leading the charge on this. And me as your big brother, I'm here to stand behind you. So, you know, Shit, that's, that's, that's so. what I'm here for. We got too much of a reliance on like propaganda and social media. So like, I hope we're not going to fall for like the CIA tools that be coming onto TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. hope you're right though. Cause we do got like a nice little energy and urgency thing going. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, Afini, are you, I don't, okay. She's, she's having, a, she's having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um but yeah i just oh and I, I totally forgot to plug anything i had coming up i'm on slow news day uh slow news day it's a part of mcsc network mm-hmm. um you know we're at we're the fam slow news day every sunday at 10 a.m east coast time i mean no no, no sorry 10 a.m pacific time 1 p.m east coast time shit um, actually won't be on this Sunday cause I'll be moving out and shit, but, um, but yeah, I'm normally on there on Sundays and, um, also active. And, uh, I mentioned like how, you know, we criminalize being homeless. Something that relates to that is the commander X case, um, for updates in that at free commander X underscore on Twitter. Cause he's currently in prison for DDoSing government sites because they criminalized homelessness and feeding people in a park. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's something else. And then, uh, you know, shout out everybody in the chat, Yona, Steven, Prop, mm-hmm. ICU, uh, Demon, Bryce, Beverly, Lula, Creative Experiments, uh, Sula, and yeah. Oh, and Angela, too. Yeah. Been spitting facts in chat. All um, right. So good to see in that all these S, lovely... In that S party, Steven, shit. Keep <laughs> <laughs> spinning on them, fools. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So it's so good to see you here. Um, I'm going to stay on just for a few more minutes, but uh, yeah, um, just whenever you want to come back to just chat and we can talk about, you know, policy, we can talk about activism, you know, you know, you got a home here, you know what I'm saying? So Ah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm awkward, so, like, I kind of suck at inviting myself onto shows, but I'll keep it in mind. (laughs) Sister. Glory, glory, glory. You are talking to the awkwardest of awkward people. I am. I'm I'm Mr. Awkward, baby. (laughs) Don't worry. We'll be awkward together. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Oh, Lord. That just. That just sounded so weird. But hey, it's me. Peace, y'all. All right, deuces. But yeah, um, there's another part to this that I actually want to attack. And I'm going to share my screen really quick. Because I want you to be on the lookout. Because... This type of attack is coming. Um, and here we go. This is from Justin Amash. He's a libertarian. 
This is going to be what you're going to hear from a lot of people, especially on the right. It says, leaking a draft opinion of the Supreme Court destroys trust among the justices and undermines justice. The justices must be able to share their thoughts candidly and vulnerably with one another. They are judges deciding cases, not legislators writing laws that need public input. There's just one problem with that. These opinions literally affect the lives of millions of people. When it comes to the lives and the body autonomy of people, I don't give a shit how we found that out. Our focus should be on the actual issue that is about to be overturned. That's the issue. This is just like... This is just like attacking WikiLeaks for showing what we were doing in these wars. And instead of getting becoming out, outraged at what the United States was doing in our name in these wars against innocent people, you get outraged at the person that leaked the message like wait a minute who cares about who leaked the message right the fact is that the information is now out there and this is literally going to be setting you know well not necessarily even setting women back but it makes it even more tougher so like who cares if it was leaked? We should have known this anyway. And we need a government with full transparency in the first place. So, yeah, I don't agree with what Justin Amash just said. Because we need to know what is going on. Um, let me go to the... the chat really quick um tony plow asks is justin pro-choice though i don't know but even still i still I, i still think that this is a terrible take because you're talking about oh it needs to be hush hush until it's it's basically done and it's like uh yeah no like this is something that is a massive overreach into the lives of people so yeah we should we we need we're glad we found this out early so that people can get out in the streets and so that people can actually you know basically protest against this and hopefully that leads into something more intense with demands that are placed so that we can actually change things but yeah I don't agree with what Justin Amash said uh, 
Robin Ryan says reminds me instantly of Bush Jr. at a press conference podium. We're looking into how that got out. Qu- I'm sorry, quote unquote. We look, we're looking into how that got out. Not investigating the wrongdoing, but targeting those who'd have us better know. Where Pilgrim says the question is, was the leak from a clerk or from higher up? And was the leaker offered anything for providing the documents, giving the, the gravity doing so for that person's career at the very least? That's I mean, that's an interesting question. I'll be honest with you. I, I would actually thank the person for leaking. Because we deserve to know. You know. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are blaming, somehow, blaming people for not voting for Hillary. People said that the threat of Roe v. Wade was under attack when they were campaigning for Joe Biden. And look who's president. Even even Donald Trump said that Roe v. Wade, you know, wouldn't be touched. And yeah, Angela, Angela says we've got the right to know what's going on. Absolutely. We do have that right. It's it's our government, (laughs) you know. And the thing is, is that here's the funny part. You're literally asking for privacy for the government while they invade our privacy. I'm going to say it again. You're literally pushing for privacy for the government while they invade our privacy. Like, make that make sense. Aren't we supposed to be the ones with privacy? Aren't there supposed to be transparency with the government? Why is it flipped? That doesn't make sense to me. Dear God, like, why? Um, Yipper 99 says that's because some of the leaks happened under Obama and some people were like, don't talk about my black president. That's just the Republicans being racist. We knew this. What's the point? Thing is, is that this happened under a, a Democratic president. And the funny part is, this is actually perfect timing for them because when Trump was president, people were already hypersensitive and awake to anything that he did, right? Anything that happened in the government, they were hypersensitive and aware. But as soon as Joe Biden came in, everybody went. <laughs> and now they're being shocked awake. And now they're disoriented. Like, wait, wait, what? Roe v. Wade is about to get overturned? But we have a Democratic president. We have a Democratic government. Why? And what have what have those of us in MCSC, the Indie News Network, RBN, uh, people like you know Jimmy Dore and uh, people like 
uh, unapologetic and and uh, oh my goodness, uh, Jackson Hankel and all of us. What what have a lot of us been saying lately? We've basically been saying the Democrats are in league with the Republicans, and we've been telling y'all this for quite some time. And yet, for some reason, some people just don't understand. And now, watch. Watch. Quote me later. Obama's going to come out. He's going to put out a tweet about these leaks. And then he's going to talk about how disappointed he is at the fact that the Supreme Court is doing this going to try to place blame on Republicans, even though in 2008 he had a supermajority in the Senate and a majority in the House, and he had the presidency, and he could have codified it into law. He didn't codify Roe v. Wade into law. He didn't codify interracial marriage into law. He didn't codify gay marriage into law. He didn't even do it. And yet he's going to start placing the blame on somebody else. The Democratic Party used you in order to gain money. That's what it was. They fear-mongered. And in virtue signal to try to get your money. Go to Act Blue and donate to us so that we can put in more Democrats. Vote for more progressives. By the way, um, just to let y'all know, uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but Nina Turner's elections today. That on top. And mind you, this is also a huge issue that people are talking about, because I know I'm talking about here, but let's not forget that we're also on the cusp of World War III with a nuclear superpower that starts with that name starts with an R because this country wants to send 33 billion dollars to <clears throat> Yahtzees In the country that starts with the U that rhymes for propane. By the way, $33 billion, that's about $13 billion, 10, between 10 and $13 billion more than what it would take to end homelessness. And we're sending it to <clears throat> Yahtzees and the country that starts with a U and rhymes for propane. That's what we're doing. And that money that's being sent to them could drastically improve the lives of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Americans. But instead, you're doing that. And now we have on top of that the even greater risk against the body autonomy 
of about half of this country. Lordy, Lord, I, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more radicalized day by day. What about y'all? What about you? Tony Plow, say it, say it louder for the people in the back. Tony Plow says, Act Blue is a God level con. Say it louder for the people in the back, please, Tony. Thank you. Yes, Robin, as well as the planetary ecosystem collapse. Yes. Because the IPCC put out a report weeks ago talking about things are actually worse than what we thought. And now you got uh, climate scientists, all different types of scientists, but a lot of climate scientists that are sounding the alarm, chaining themselves to doors of banks basically saying look we need to change things now or we are doomed as a species so yeah y'all were played a lot of y'all were played y'all were fooled Y'all were bamboozled. Y'all were run amok. Y'all were had. They. <laughs> and y'all still voted for Joe Biden. Even he was against uh, uh, abortion rights back in the day. Y'all think that changed? A leopard doesn't change its spots. Good lord, man. And liberals can talk about, oh well, if we had never gotten Trump. Y'all y'all don't realize that Tr- Biden and Trump are basically one and the same. One fash, two fash, red fash, blue fash. What's the difference? I don't care if it's a potato chip or french fry, they're both still potatoes. They're just cooked differently. Well, not french fry and potato chip, but like... Um, a bowl of mashed potatoes or a french fry still the same thing one is fried, one is boiled so what? what's the difference? so if you if there's really not much inf- interest I'm sorry, there's really no difference why are you going to do anything with them? Why you have anything to do with them? All the fear mongering, and plus we're at, we're in a midterm election season. They are 
look, the Democrats are going to use this like crazy to fundraise off of. Dear God. And I bet you, by the end of today, you're going to have so many Democrats on Twitter posting about, we're deeply disappointed about the decision by the Supreme Court, blah, blah, blah. We need to just elect more progressives into Congress in order to change things. Wasn't Obama considered a progressive? Wasn't the opportunity to codify Roe v. Wade into law, wasn't that there? It was. In fact, it's been there for over 50 years. I'm sorry, not over 50, almost 50 years. And it never happened. Despite super majorities, despite majorities in the House, despite having the presidency. And please do not get me stuck on Nancy Pelosi. Because if she truly cared about this issue as Speaker of the House, she could have sounded the alarm back in 2008. She could have. So, yeah, stop getting played, man. And I'm going to say this. I do think there are some people who run within the Democratic Party who deeply care about this issue and who are very much, you know, pro-choice, as you would call it, pro-body autonomy for women. And they're terrified by this. And and I do think that there are some that 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 mean very well but the party they don't care look they never cared about women they just wanted you to think that they care why money 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 that's basically what it was they lied to you to get to your pockets. That's basically all it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We care about you. That's like somebody saying I love you just to get into your pants. How many of us have had that happen? Where somebody's like, oh, yeah, I love you. Next thing you know, after the deed is done, they hit the road. What do you think the Democrats do? And the thing is that people are going to be like, well, why are you attacking the Democrats? Because they make themselves out to be the heroes when they're actually the villain. Plot twist! Are the Republicans trash? Of course. But we know they're trash. We know they are trash. Some of y'all don't know that that the Democrats are trash, too. That's why people like me exist. The more you know. So, yeah. Just to let y'all know. You know. My sisters that were on here. They told y'all the truth. They told y'all what what it is. I want to thank Afini 
Glory Jones, as well as Josana, for being on with me uh, today. And I am glad that they were able to express all the points in such a quick and concise fashion. Uh, way better than I could. And so I'm glad to have ladies on. Um, if any other one of you sisters, you know, no matter who you are, wants to come on and, you know, talk about the truth about things like this, I invite you to. If you're still, you know, if you uh, have an opinion, you know, that is different from theirs, let me know in the comments. But I'm going to disagree, but, <laughs> but, you know, you can still let your opinion be known. And oh, yeah, did I? I, I, I put out a a. Um, I put out a. What's going to call it a poll. Um, let me see. Let's see the poll. Uh, okay, let me share my screen really quick. Uh, where Pilgrim says, hey, JB, if we threw the incumbent out every election, we could purge the political system in six years. Interesting. Let me see. Wait. Share my screen. Uh, let's take a look here. Okay, so I asked a question. I said, do you think that the Democrats will suddenly fight to codify Roe v. Wade into law that the Supreme Court opinions leaked to the public about overturning that decision? I'm sorry. Do you think that the Democrats will suddenly fight to codify Roe v. Wade into law now that the Supreme Court opinions leaked to the public about overturning that decision? Out of 30 votes, 3% said yes, 97% said no. Uh, friend to the show, Robin During, uh, said, I wager that they are secretly happy about it now that they've got a refreshed boogeyman issue to smack voters over the head with. It couldn't have happened at a better time for them, too, right before the midterms. Thank you so much for that, Robin. Uh, das uh, Atmende Clarsen uh, says, they have 50 years to codify it into law. But they didn't because the uncertainty is important for them to grift and distract. They are probably more happy about this current development than Republicans are. Many Republicans might now be worried that this will cost them votes of independents and moderates. Most voters do not want to see Roe v. Wade overturned. But Democrats are surely happy about this because they can use it to grift and distract before the midterms was most probably a Democratic person responsible for that leak anyway, now they can distract from their monstrous economic and foreign policies. Thank you so much, Das, for that comment as well. But that's basically, people are telling the truth. And I am just glad that people were able to just, you know, speak out about it. Because... That's something that people don't really talk about. So, yeah. Um, 
let's watch. I'm going to be continuing to watch the developments of Nina Turner's election today. Um, also, the um, the what should we call it? The uh, venturing into WW3 that is on the horizon that people aren't talking that much about right now um, because of this uh, debacle against body autonomy. Uh, I'm going to be keeping my eyes out on that as well. Because, well, you know, apparently our government likes to give money to Yahtzees with an N. Uh, so, unfortunately, I'm going to keep my eye on that one. And also, uh, there's just a lot of stuff happening as far as the war front. Uh, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to basically bring Julian Assange to the States in order to basically torture and kill him. I'm trying to set an example, so, you know, about press freedom, as well as all the other political prisoners that we have. Um, so, yeah. So, make sure... To stay afloat on this as well and talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Um, because a lot of this stuff is going on right now. And there's a lot of things that are coming our way. And it's kind of hard to keep up sometimes, but you do what you can. Um, Robin Ryan says, gubernatorial contest in 35 states this year. People might still make a good independent push here. Pull the rug of foot soldiers out from under, from under him some. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what we're going to do now is I'm going to be ending the stream. It is so good to have all of you here. Um, if you're not subscribed, uh, I don't know why. I thought y'all liked me. <laughs> um, as far as my channel is concerned, I am two people away from 1,000. So I might end up having to do <laughs> I might end up having to do a special stream later this evening uh, to celebrate 1,000 subscribers. I am literally only two subscribers away. So um, hopefully that will happen sometime this late afternoon. But other than that, um, fight for your loved ones, fight for your your siblings, because the thing is, is that that's what we need to do as far as this system is concerned. We have, you know, we are all intrinsically connected. And. So, I heard, I saw that yipper. I'm not respond. <laughs> I can't respond to that. Because, no, I'm not going to get myself in trouble. Not today. You did that to me last time, yipper. Nope. No. <laughs> Love you, yipper. <laughs> but, do the best you can, you know, for your human family, as well as the beings on this planet that are not human. 
because we're all connected, you know, and just be there for one another. Water your plants, water yourselves, smoke them if you got them, leave the world better than you found it, and, uh, I mean, if you want to support somebody with an OnlyFans, go ahead. <laughs> I am so silly. Forehead kisses. I love you. Mwah!